Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 5. Five days, cripes, that's nearly an hour of writing time. Five sessions after today that you've invested in yourself and your craft, where you've made the decision, as an adult, to step into a place of uncertainty and, and vulnerability and newness and occasional silliness, which we, which we don't do very often as grown-ups. You know, we like having this sense of mastery. We like to stick to domains wherever possible, where the challenges are relatively small compared to our skill sets, you know, most of the time anyway. The oft-trotted-out but rarely reflected-on concept of the comfort zone. And I'm not actually... To be clear, criticising that tendency, because of course there may be areas of your life, in fact there almost always are, where you're forced into discomfort, right? Uncertainty and, 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 and a sense of lack of control purely by circumstance. You've got no choice whether to do that or not, be it relationships, health, career, the state of the world, right? So who wouldn't? where they have the choice, want to arrange their life so they have some kind of sovereignty over what goes on. Like, here I am devoting my time to teaching creative writing because I've spent my life immersed in stories and teaching creative writing. I'm not retraining as a chef or working as private security in a war zone. And actually, this is much, much safer for me than actual writing. So, you know, physician, heal thyself, etc., etc. I suppose what I'm trying to say is, well done you. That's what I was getting at. You know, you're doing great. But also, I just want to reiterate that what we're trying to do here is not kick you out of a helicopter over the ocean six miles from the coast and expect you to swim to land, but instead to slowly expose you to the edges of your competence, uh, that space where things become challenging, where you don't always have this familiar automated sequence of skills and tricks to deal with any problem. And one help you develop some of those skills and to get you comfortable with winging it and quote unquote failing because if you're cool with being a bit of a chancer you know kind of bullshitting when you're painted into a corner creatively if you start to reframe those moments in your mind less as imposter syndrome oh gosh i'm not a real writer i'm faking it and and more like a funny caper you know fucking hell i've got no idea what i'm doing this is hilarious you are going to be so much more resilient and you're going to have an ace time. Because when it comes to writing, this is a heist where absolutely everyone is just a civilian deep undercover, right? We're all wearing six rubber masks and no one knows who plans it. And probably the bank isn't a real bank and the money's all chocolate. Like a capital A author is is just a mask. It's it's ludicrous. And, and sometimes we want to reach for the identity of author because we think when we get there, the anxiety will go away. I'm an author. And professional writers are often, including myself, quite willing to go along with this mutual folly because we kind of feel more legitimate by taking on this role akin to clergy. Yes, we have learned the mysteries of the inner writing temple. Come consult with us that we may hand down our wisdom. But it's nonsense. And a lot of professional authors, and I should know, I've interviewed dozens on the podcast, I am one, privately feel like total fraud sometimes, like atheist vicars. And all we have to do to free ourselves from this, this knot, this tangle, this, this pickle is, is just to admit creative anxiety is managed. It is not cured. It's like hunger. You can't finally eat the right food and, 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 and now you never have to eat again unless it's like cyanide it's an ongoing process and it can be it can be intrinsically pleasurable and sustaining it's good that we're never finished because because once once you finish if you crack creativity or stories the game's over I, I love writing because it's such a satisfying puzzle that endlessly reshapes itself just know my dear friend 
on this big journey you're embarking on that you've been embarked on for ages that, that we're going on together that i'm on as well we're never going to reach that glorious shining mansion on the hill or if we do it'll be deserted the the dining hall laden with a, a mysterious banquet you definitely shouldn't eat if you don't want to get bewitched by the gentry below and be led to join them in their fairyland revels for the next hundred years I want to have some fun today, um, not in my personal life, I mean with this exercise, and it's related to one of the overarching techniques that I'd like you to come away with from this week, which is, you know, you might even like to note this down as an idea, because I'm going to be telling you a lot of stuff and just the occasional note here and there, you know, to serve as a reminder can't do any harm, you know, either in a page on your notebook or just in a file you put aside for 100 day challenge notes so anything i say that occurs to you as you're doing this that isn't technically you know an actual exercise you can jot down and you have it there something might be just a you know you might want to jot down notes to yourself things that occur to you yourself you know little revelations you have but look as a writer i think it's really useful to get into the habit of siloing or you might prefer to think of it as pickling or making loads of jam but basically this idea that every so often you make a big batch of something and you set it aside for later. And that something might be a list of character names or interesting objects. Oh, those are things we did already this week. Wow, Tim, that's amazing. You said it. Yeah, I know this course is like the Western mystery tradition, right? And every now and then you get uh, inducted into a into a, 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 a circle closest to the centre. You know, you might have story ideas in a folder. You might set yourself the challenge every day for a week of acting like a Pokemon trainer and going out into the world and spotting one person, one human, and you note down a brief description of them, or you sort of surreptitiously capture them in prose. You know, this guy with a long wiry beard and strands of grey and white and nicotine yellow. He's got pink, pink pouched eyes, a hunch and a strange expression somewhere between a grin and a snarl. And, and, and you spot him and you write down a couple of notes in your phone and you keep him for later when you're writing a book and you need to describe what your protagonist teacher or the village blacksmith or the figure in the photograph in the old lady's mantelpiece looks like. You might note down something about today's weather every so often. You might encounter an interesting fact in a book or article and quickly pop it into your notebook for later. You might find a really lovely quotation that sums something up for you and, and you want to keep it so it can be a kind of north star for the themes of your book. And list making is just another form of this. You know, it's a way of generating ideas and inspiration now then you just store them, you know, uh, you, you, later when you're deep in the long, dark winter of um, writing a novel, you can return to your pantry and, and go through the surprise, supplies. And here's a, a big jar of sauerkraut, of creative writing sauerkraut. And it's so funny, or at least it has been for me, how often these lists that seemed very uninspiring to me at the time, you know, at best a bit silly, but mostly I feel like I just kind of like went through the motions of doing the exercise. And then I come back to them later you know, often months later and times passed and suddenly I don't remember writing the stuff. And it's weird. It's like it came from somewhere else, entirely someone else. And sometimes, often in fact, there'll be one or two items on the list where I'll be like, that's frigging cool. There'll be an idea I can now take back to my story and it doesn't feel like I wrote it. And I don't I honestly feel like I'm plagiarising some other poor sod who came out with this idea. But it was actually me and it's OK. Or you can treat some of these things that you come up with in lists as writing prompts in the future. You know, you can wait till one catches your eye in the future and then and then use it as the basis of some bigger piece. It's like regrowing a part plant from a cutting. So I'm starting here on this course with a bunch of lists, uh, partly because I think just training you in them is 
a good low danger way into writing if you haven't been writing for a while or you're just feeling a bit sad or you just want to build up your confidence but also because they provide such solid foundations for your writing practice and you'll be able to come back to even these ones we generate now you know we'll have some stuff that you might use later on we're going to make a bunch of stuff and and it may not be weeks months years later but that you, you will eventually you might come back to fully make use of some of it but the first stage before any of this other stuff can happen is you've got to start storing it and of course the practice of generating it makes you better at generating it you know like any kind of cottage industry like making jam right the more jam you make it doesn't you don't up, it doesn't just mean that you've got some jam now but you get better at making jam you know, it stirs your subconscious. I'm going to get away from the jam metaphor. I was feeling uncomfortable. You know, stuff is going to start happening. So look, we've done people. We've done objects. Today, I'd really, really like us to try places, fictional locations. Could be made up names for towns, villages, forests, oceans. Could be much smaller. The name of a made up business, a nightclub, a tattoo parlour, a soft play centre. Could be the name of a theme park or the imaginary name of a street or road or an invented planet or constellation in the night sky could be one of those cottages that's got instead of a number has got they've called it something you know they've made up a name for it could be somewhere from our world could be from the ancient past or the far future or a completely different universe entirely could be a nickname two friends have for a certain spot could might some might sound oddly similar to places you recognise. Some could be completely alien. You've got no idea what this place could be or where it could be. I'd say give yourself permission to be bad, to be cliched, to repeat yourself. Give yourself permission to stray slightly into nonsense. I think that's one of the reasons I don't... You know, that's one of the reasons I say don't think too much when you're writing. Just keep the words coming irrespective of quality. Originality is partly a mistake, a category error, you know. And working faster than you normally would makes you more accident prone you put two words together you didn't mean to because you were only half thinking about it and bang they fizz and we're somewhere new so 10 minutes a list as many as you can of names of invented locations are you ready go
And that's it. You're done. How was that for you? Did you enjoy it? Was it hard, easy, a bit of both? And, and this is a good question to ask yourself after any task that has an element of challenge. How do you feel now you're done? Better than before? Worse? The same? No right answers, just worth noticing. Please um, look after this list, however it turned out. Um, and thanks for your effort today. I'll see you again tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.